Hey, it's Meg and Daisy and welcome to the Craftinoon podcast, a podcast about journaling, creativity and everything in between. Welcome to today's episode. This is the first episode. So we thought we would take it right back to the beginning and talk about how we got into journaling and all our creative hobbies and everything that goes with that. So before we get into today's episode, if you'd like to see more journaling content and inspiration or to let us know any other topics that you'd like to hear from us, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube at Meg Journal. And you can find me over on Instagram, YouTube at My Green Cow. And I've also got a website which is mygreencow.co.uk. So Daisy, let's start with you. Tell us about your creative journey and how you got to where you are today. Okay, I think I started with smashbooking. I think that's where mine began. I came across, I think I was I was given a smashbook by my mum for my birthday. And I started using that to just kind of pull the little mementos that I'd collect from being out and about, going on trips, and um, random packaging that I just liked the look of and didn't want to get rid of. So I stuck it in my smashbook. From that, I started my Instagram. And from that, I found a lot more like creative hobbies through through the community on there. Through that, I found the creative journaling sort of community. I, I feel like it wasn't quite as popular back then. There wasn't as many people doing the like photo documenting in smaller formats a lot of it was scrapbooking or project life that was really big back then so have you always been creative yes absolutely (laughs) since I was tiny my mum has always been creative she's always been doing creative stuff we had like a making box in in one of our cupboards when I was little which just had like loads it just had loads and loads of stuff in it for doing any sort of crafts like there was painting stuff there was so much paper stickers just stuff basically that we could play with she always brings up the story of uh when I was little and we'd go like shopping with her or whatever at the end of the checkouts they always had boxes of like like empty boxes that people could take for whatever reason and I would always look through that and try and find a box that I could take home and make into something and it would be like not just the old occasion it'd be like every time we went shopping I'd be like boxes <laughs> boxes what can I make out of that um and this is this was you know from when I was dinky to not so dinky so yeah we've always been a very creative family there's a lot of my dad's like drawn and stuff as well so I think it's it's part in my genes and part I've kind of just fed that <laughs> as I've got older yeah. so in terms of then like obviously being creative with your your boxes and things like that how did you then transition to the like in a book in a journal uh type of creating was that the smash booking I think yeah that was probably smash booking I feel like I did I had notebooks and stuff I feel like it started with stationery always been obsessed with stationery <laughs> I was that kid at school with like 20 pens didn't need any of them really I just needed a biro but I had like 20 fancy pens in my pencil case uh just because they looked cool but yeah stationery and paper and everything that surrounds that I was obsessed with and then I found smashbooking and started sharing that and then when I realized there was like a massive community of creatives on Instagram and just online in general that's where it started to snowball <laughs> Yeah so I know like for you is a lot of yours orientated around like memory keeping and documenting or do you switch between both? I think majority of it is now. I still do like more creative 
just for the sake of creating not necessarily documenting I still do that but yeah a lot of it is photos are involved and memories and stuff like that I think a lot of that though is down to time and not having quite as much as I used to so I kind of prioritize the memory keeping over just the the free like random creating just because the creative journals and stuff are they have the memory keeping but they also have the being creative and having that creative outlet whereas the art journaling and stuff like that just has it's more creating for the sake of creating so yeah I swap and change between the two whenever I feel like it but at the moment time wise I do tend to prioritize my journals and documenting memories and stuff because that's interesting for me because my background I've always been creative but not from a creative family necessarily so like my parents I never knew creating. That. <laughs> yeah yeah so well like I've heard stories of like I think it was like my grand no great grandmother like crocheted and stuff and someone else did like iron work but I've not come from a creative family it's just kind of like <laughs> popped in out of nowhere um with all these creative hobbies and stuff I was very much a writer as a kid I was like reading books upside down at like two or whatever like that that was me so I think my mum could see that I was gonna be like you know doing something creative so I've always been like expressing myself whether it's through art through writing um things like that and it was just kind of like a natural evolution I always wanted to keep a diary but I could never keep up with it ever you know you you do like two pages and then childhood diaries yes yeah like I would get my pocket money I would go to Woolworths back in the day when it was open (laughs) I would browse the stationary aisle and I would pick up a like book and I'd be like oh this is like gonna be my diary or this is gonna be like I'm gonna write a story and it would never happen so like I always wanted to like document and share and even just like express myself creatively but I could never keep up with that habit um and then in school like I always did art I did like GCSE art and then I went on to do AS level art so like I I gave up at AS level (laughs) well I went to pursue something that was going to be more sort of you know career prospects and then I chose an English degree but now I'm a writer so it's fine it's all worked out like it's worked out it's all good (laughs) not that I was discouraged from pursuing art like as a job but it never occurred to me that that was something that I could do um Mm. whereas I know you came straight out of college and started obviously your like art business and everything like that but that never occurred to me so it's very well practical in the sense that I did go to uni do a degree in English but you know um I just didn't want to spend the money (laughs) I don't know what uh, I want to do I'm not spending thousands or something I don't know yeah I mean it's kind of like it's very easy to get kind of wrapped up in like yeah you go you just kind of go through the motions there's a lot of of pressures as well yeah because like I was doing quite well at school it was kind of expected that you would then go to college and then Mm. it was expected that you would apply to unis and stuff like that so not to say that I regret going but like I kind of just like it never occurred to me that I could do anything creative yeah Um, you just kind of rolled with it yeah but then whilst I was at uni um I kind of had picked up the sort of art journaling again because I had previously done it uh I've got ones from like high school like 2000 and 10 11 they're so cringy they're they're fun they're just oh my goodness they're just full of like uh boy band pictures like I was obsessed with the wanted so there's just like pictures of them everywhere and awful spreads like 
just they're so I don't want to say <laughs> ugly because I'm trying to be nice to myself like I was obviously that was it's just a bit cringe that was bit. like my skill level at the time like that's what I yeah thought, you know that's what I could do but now I look mm-hmm. back and I'm like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like I'd so so I had always kind of you know in the back burner picked up a journal and then put it down but I hadn't like consistently done it I hadn't figured out how you could subscribe to blogs so like every week when I knew like one of my favorite blog bloggers was gonna (laughs) do a post I'd be like run home from school go on the laptop like find out what you know what they posted on their blog like I used to love um Jenny Belly and like Julie Faithan Bolzer and that kind of introduced me to that oh you should look into them they're really cool um and but that was kind of the space that I was in and I really mm. loved then merging the sort of writing with the art like that had never yeah. really occurred to me like my journal with all the boy bands in it was just art it was no no writing or anything like that no mm. like documenting and then I would have a separate journal that was like a diary and I would yeah. be like writing about my day and stuff but I'd never like blended the two and so when I'd seen that art journaling that's when it kind of like I, I was like a whole together. new world like I could see how they go <laughs> together so so I'd always done that and then when I was at uni obviously uni is very stressful and I wanted yeah. like a, an outlet um, and especially at the beginning obviously when you're you don't really know people that well and stuff like that so I really needed something where I could take myself away from like the the social situations and kind of be my introvert self and sort of recharge my batteries <laughs> so that's when I kind of journal therapy (laughs) yeah basically so that's when I kind of got back into then doing a bit of journaling and stuff and then like you I think I joined Instagram I actually no did I I think I might have even like gradually turned my personal Instagram into a journal one and then people kind of disappeared people unfollowed me but I was like yeah I want to be an art one is that what you did as well yeah yeah I had uh because my green cow I had the YouTube channel before I started an Instagram it was just a YouTube channel that I used to watch people's videos on and like comment and stuff um and then I started an Instagram to post like my journals and everything and called it my green cow as well and then obviously eventually it's kind of gone full circle and then I started using my YouTube as my like journaling YouTube and my personal Instagram as my journaling Instagram so starting up that Instagram and then kind of realizing then like you said there's like a community here like hey I'm not the only one just like yeah. randomly sticking stuff in a book like there's yeah. other people doing this as well like that <laughs> was a really nice weird. feeling yeah. <laughs> we are general nerds <laughs> <laughs> yes um, discovering that community was really great and kind of then I started sharing like my journals and stuff the the things I was creating and I know social media gets a bit of a like a tough time um Mm. and like obviously and like it does in a way deserve that because it you know it has all these toxic elements but for me it kind of really kick-started my like consistency because I was sharing and I mean now it's it's kind of that relationship between you don't want to be creating to share you want to create to create but at the beginning it I think it was more the community aspect really got me like involved and I was talking to people and it just kind of established consistency in my life like I was then yeah constantly doing it so I know it's Instagram a cycle gets... though as well yeah like the you creating a page and posting it then having people saying oh that's awesome 
I want to try that and then them sharing their page and you seeing it and going oh they've tried that I want to try that like it's just a cycle of inspiration which is Mm. more than just sharing it because you want to share it and show it off it's like I'm sharing it because I know it's going to inspire people and in return like that's gonna like domino effect or whatever the likelihood of something popping up on my feed that's going to inspire me is it's gonna happen it's gonna happen yeah yeah I I think as well like not even seeing other people's works and thinking like I want to necessarily do that but it's like oh there's something to learn like discovering junk journaling discovering all these different types of journaling that there are it's like I had no idea so it's kind of like a whirlwind of oh my goodness there's so much to so much to see so much to learn um so that kind of then established journaling as kind of like a concrete like part Mm. of my life where I was like okay I finally managed to I felt like mission accomplished because I was like I always have (laughs) wanted to do this but I'd never been able to do it and I don't I don't quite know why that is but then yeah Mm. so that's how I kind of got to the point now where I do it not like really consistently but it's like a a constant presence in my life is Mm. because I had been doing it at uni and wanted kind of the break from uni the distraction and stuff like that so it kind of just I I lent into it more and I think Mm. once you do it more and immerse yourself in it more it then kind of snowballs like you said it kind of snowballs and then you just yeah yeah it absolutely I think I've definitely had the thing where I've like found too many (laughs) types of journaling that I've wanted to try and I did get to a point where I was like okay look my creative journals and how I document in those is the main thing that I do I know that I enjoy it I I like how they turn out the pages but there's so many different styles of journaling and at one point I was trying to do them all I was I wanted to just just have all these different journals with all these different styles in but it got to a point where obviously I was overwhelmed by how many I had and instead I I started just taking like techniques like junk journaling techniques and putting them into my creative journals and the same with like smashbooking and any sort of paper paper journaling yeah I found myself taking taking inspiration from them and just taking little techniques that I wanted to try out in my creative journals and kind of merging them together rather than having like a junk journal a smash book a creative journal and all of the others <laughs> I think that's a really good point that you bring up though because I think for every person that starts journaling that's a new style because you have your own taste you'll like your yeah. own different things you might like bright colors you might like boring colors you might like using <laughs> hey you know, they're not boring they're muted <laughs> <laughs> muted but do you know what I mean? Everyone has their own yeah. taste, style, things that Absolutely. they like, things that they don't like. So it, I think it, people that start out, it's very easy to get caught up in the like, oh, it must be in this box. Like if I'm mm-hmm. creative journaling, I'm doing X, Y, Z. And that's not the case. Like you said, you could be doing a creative journaling spread and I don't know, bring in like your own illustrations or you yeah. know, documenting mementos from the day, ephemera, things like that. So I think it's kind of everyone has their own style. And I think the more that you journal and create and things like that, you kind of find your groove, you get comfortable with what you like. Absolutely. Um, And that's where the negative side of social media comes in because, (laughs) you know, you shouldn't be comparing your journal to someone else's journal because it's so personal. Like it's so personal. And the whole like performance thing of journaling as well really gets to me because, you know, 
these are really personal they're not Mm. they're not made to share necessarily it's kind of a part of you um obviously sharing them is great and like the connection and community but you have to remember that obviously you know it's your own creative expression Um, and if you don't want to share a page or you know you shouldn't not do something because you think oh well this won't be liked on social media like I won't get Mm. likes on Instagram like just do it for yourself you don't have to share it if you want to block out part of the page and share another part of the page that's fine I don't share Um, the writing yeah I never show me adding the writing I always leave my pages unfinished on all my videos and I've had a few questions about that but I'm just like I don't want to like the the memory that is attached to the photos I can summarize and like when I'm doing the page and stuff but the actual details of it and like the memory and stuff some of them are great some of them are things that I'm like it was a lesson that I want to document it wasn't a good memory necessarily like when I went through a breakup not a great memory but I learned so much from that and it was such a significant point in my life that I wanted to document it and put it in my journal but I wasn't going to sit there and write about my breakup <laughs> on camera so I just yeah. I just summarized it and and posted it but yeah I don't show me adding the journaling part because that's my bit <laughs> I also think it's quite boring for someone to sit and just watch me write <laughs> yeah. as well like yeah. aside from I mean, you know anything else <laughs> I can understand like the seeing like a lot of people it's the leaving it unfinished is kind of like not satisfying and seeing like the words being added to the page is like you know everything's coming together kind of thing but yeah it's just that's not something I ever ever really want to do that's that's my bit so in terms of online sharing then now that we're on the topic maybe we can discuss how our worlds collided (laughs) and how we (laughs) met because it's quite an interesting story I remember being in my house at uni and kind of doing my little journaling thing and my <laughs> my account was growing I was like oh this is great and my my flatmates were a bit like mm, okay that's no. but, you know, well no one, oh, of, no one one of my housemates she actually like I got her into journaling and she journals now which is oh, cool but um, that's lovely I think they were like okay she, Meg's just kind of doing her own thing she's becoming obsessed with paper okay <laughs> And I remember, um, I think, I I don't know how I found your account, but I remember like I'd obviously followed your account and stuff and mm. you had your online shop and you'd put out a call for like a sort of PR team yeah. type thing. Yeah. And I remember, I literally remember sitting on like the couch and applying being like, oh, <laughs> I do like creative stuff. And I'm like, like got this Instagram account, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, not knowing that you were like actually living quite nearby at the time yeah which I find weird so I joined your like PR team with Sam and we we'd been I don't know doing that PR journey and kind of we'd been getting to know each other obviously chatting on there I don't know how we realized but you you were like less than an hour away from me like where I'm sending you stuff ah that's why isn't it so I had your address but because I I was new to the north I was still kind of getting my bearings of where everything was and postcodes and stuff like that and I was like wait that's that's literally just there like yeah because I was there because you were sending me stuff at uni so obviously you just saw my Mm. like Midlands uni address and then I think when I was like oh hey like I'm gonna be back home now yes here's the address you need to send stuff to so it actually gets to me I remember you being like up, up there like whoa that's close <laughs> drop that off to you by hand I was just gonna yeah. travel to some girl Turn on the internet's house you were inviting a stranger essentially to your house 
Yeah. Um, yep. And I remember I'd been watching your vlogs on YouTube because my like s- safety brain was like, okay, this is this is fine. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> She's not gonna like kidnap me. And um, keep you in I, the shed. <laughs> and I just remember showing up at your door, and you obviously opened the door, and I was like. Oh, like it's it's just so weird when you've like spoken yeah. to someone online and then you see them I'm like huh you've got like legs and you're real like you're <laughs> yeah. seeing you're someone person. in front of you oh my god yeah I'm and then I remember... heights of people as well <laughs> yeah because like, I'm I think I'm shorter than you thought are. I was <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I'm lanky remember... though so yeah yeah and then I remember coming to your house and I think just because obviously you'd vlogged and I was like Oh, it's like being on some sort of set. I was like, <laughs> I recognize your house <laughs> and your famous washi wall. I was like, can I take a selfie outside, like in front of your washi that. wall? <laughs> so yeah, we had oh. that, we had that craft afternoon, didn't we? Um, yeah. Which is kind of where the idea for this came in. Cause I was like, with COVID and now you've moved up, back down South. It's obviously really yeah. difficult for us to do any craft afternoons, but it was yeah. so fun. And then I think we had a we had a Christmas edition as well, didn't we? Yeah. Around, we crafted that was, that was a dining room table edition because we had too much Christmas stuff. That was <laughs> had to move out of the office for that one. <laughs> I remember you applying to the shop stuff, and at the time I was obviously looking for people who journaled and used paper things and took good photos because <laughs> the main thing that I needed because I was lacking in it was content for the Instagram page because I was doing content for at that time my other shop and my my green cow stuff and so it was just like a lot so I was like if I can send some things out and get people to take photos and then it can kind of roll like that and you were yeah up there in my my two peoples you was my two peoples with Sam we were Um, a dream team (laughs) it was really nice though because it was like just just kind of working with friends like it was easy it wasn't like I didn't I know I didn't have to be super professional with you guys like I didn't have to be super super I need this da, 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 da. I could just like yo sent some stuff <laughs> thanks for the photos <laughs> that was so long ago as well now yeah. I think about it is that like 2016 yeah because that's when I was in second year five years ago we've just nerded out about stationery and journals ever since basically but I definitely I miss you and like hanging out I wish we'd had like more I wish I'd found out that you were closer sooner yeah Yeah. I'm so salty like obviously situations and everything but I was like damn like you were so (laughs) I know I'm so far away now but I know I'll be going back up there at some point when when COVID is gone well minimized shall we say oh to wrap it up then shall we quickly talk about other creative hobbies because I know you don't just do journaling as I can see behind (laughs) you obviously if you're listening you can't see but I can see behind you right now you've got all your your pom-poms and your is it my cream um I think there's two ways to say it my mum always pulls me up on this because I always say it the American English way not the British way um, but there's macrame and macrame and I think macrame is the American way, way off <laughs> and macrame is the British way because she what she used to do it when she was younger um, and she called it that and when I started calling it macrame she was like what <laughs> that's that's not what it is what yeah I when I moved into I moved back here and I was living in in the office and then eventually I got a bedroom <laughs> once we'd sorted things out but when I got a bedroom it was obviously like blank canvas so I was trying to think of ways that I could easily and cheaply make stuff to decorate it and string was the thing that jumped out at me. (laughs) I got into making pom-pom garlands and 
things to hang my plants on because I also came, became very, very obsessed with plants as well. That's Which I feel, feel like, do. yeah, that's like our other nerd topic <laughs> that we nerd out about. Just plants. Here's a plant meme, Meg. Have, have a plant meme. Oh my God, if you've seen this plant meme. <laughs> what, what's um, your newest edition? What's your latest plant or your favourite plant? Feel bad because they're all they've all like died over winter. Has the um, one I gave you died, or did it survive? That was rather tragic, <laughs> and I felt so bad that I'd gifted you a dead plant. No, because you gave there was two. There was obviously the one you'd ordered, and then they'd sent me another one. But the other one was like on death's door; like it was really horrendous looking. <laughs> but it was it was technically free, right? You hadn't paid for it, so. I managed to save them like I what do you call it uprooted them (laughs) ripped them out their pots and put them in the little jars with water so their roots grew really well and they had really good roots and then when the weather started getting a bit warmer I was like okay I'm gonna try repotting them because they'd taken up like they had like a ball of roots in the glass thing that I was um keeping them in and when I repotted them they just kind of like I didn't water them because I knew that root rot was one of the main things that has killed off <laughs> things in this room this room is awful really for plants because I've got the airing cupboard in here so it's really warm but also the windows are horrendously drafty so it's also really cold I don't know how that works but it it that's the thing um so yeah my plants are a little bit unhappy with that but they they're still alive they're just I just don't know how alive they're gonna be alive for <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> I've got a calathea at the moment and like all my other plants are doing really well you know they're chilling they're happy and this calathea which I think is just a meme at this point for everyone that has plants they're just <laughs> awful like so, <laughs> so devery to take care of it's a sassy plant like I don't like to give up on a plant but it's it's in last chance saloon like it has mm-hmm. I have tried everything I have tried like oh I've overwatered it so I've not watered it had it's had filtered water I've made sure it's in like certain like bright and direct light it's just dying off on me and at this point I'm just like go <laughs> do your just thing on walk out the door <laughs> yeah because all my other plants here thriving it's clearly not well, <laughs> maybe it is me but like you know my other plants are doing okay they're not complaining so yeah. I just don't know but that's you know the life of a plant mom isn't it yeah I've just I feel like I've just got I've got one that's like really crispy looking <laughs> next to it is one that's like just looks gorgeous like it's just got nice plump leaves like everything's good on it and then along from that is like a wilting the one that you gave me <laughs> <laughs> so it's very hit and miss on my mantelpiece, uh, to say the least, with plants. So, yeah, work in progress on my plant knowledge, I think. Um, yeah. But it's fine. Be... We're, we're going on to summer. So we'll be learning again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I won't be sending anyone online plants again because I felt I so feel sad. Like, it is hit and miss. like a lovely I... Christmas present, and you just got like <laughs> half dead plant. I was like, I tried my best. One of them was good. One of them was alive. <laughs> I just messed that one up. That one. That was my bad. So in terms of other creative hobbies for me, I have recently gotten into crochet, but by the third lockdown and it was dark outside and rainy and I couldn't get out. Yeah. Like I had been going on my walks and stuff, but I couldn't. Um, and I was just like, I'll be damned if I don't come out of lockdown learning something, which mm-hmm. you don't have to learn something in lockdown. I don't want people to take that away. But I was just like, 
I want to I want to learn something I want to do something even if I'm rubbish at it I want to do something so I bought a uh, workshop in a box for crochet of Etsy um and I sat there with my like little box and like Coronation <laughs> Street on the TV and I was like learning to crochet like some OAP um but Aww. it's so relaxing and therapeutic yeah. um and it takes ages I'm a really slow crocheter I found like I'm only on to my second blanket at the moment but have you just done able- blankets oh have you yeah. attempted you've not you've not attempted oh anything. no yeah because you sent me that bag didn't you so that was made of squares so I was yeah. like really it's just like a weird shaped blanket that you just attached to make it look like a bag so maybe. yeah so they were they were just granny squares and then crocheted together so maybe I'll try it maybe I'll try it yeah at the moment I'm just doing flat things so we're just doing a blanket <laughs> but yeah just like putting on a podcast or like an audiobook like I'm really into mm. my reading this year like I've read can't relate can't relate I've read <laughs> nearly 20 books this year already so I'm like I'm on it with oh, my cool. reading so that's my other hobby. It's not really, well, it's, no. I mean, kind of if you're a writer, it kind of goes hand in hand a bit that you're, yeah. you're going to be a reader too. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that that's another thing. But then I feel really productive. If I can crochet and have an audio book going through me, so I'm like <laughs> reading at the same time, I'm like, oh my goodness, I have like ascended into some productivity <laughs> master because I'm doing two hobbies at the same time. Or if I'm like... <laughs> art journaling and I've got a podcast going yeah I listen to crime documentaries when I'm doing my journaling and stuff which is a complete u-turn I'm, I'm would... one of them people who just love <laughs> I was gonna say I would I would love to see like um like unedited versions of your video <laughs> and you're just, just like... there like doing like a really like pretty <laughs> intricate flower and it's like the body was yeah. found <laughs> Someone, I left in one of my vlogs the other day a bit of a crime documentary that I was listening to I kind of put music over it but I left the original audio in because sometimes it's nice for a bit of ASMR of um like paper moving and stuff and they didn't say anything gory or graphic on the thing but someone in the comments recognized the voice of the YouTuber that I listened to and she was like oh you watch her too oh and I was just like oh there's people that know who I'm so they know that I'm listening to like (laughs) horrendous crimes (laughs) whilst I'm sat here just doing creative stuff and then but, you put over it your like plinky plonky like do, 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 do. yeah <laughs> like fairy music yeah no one would be any oh. the wiser we hope you've enjoyed today's episode where you've got to learn a little bit more about us our journaling journey and our thoughts on creativity if you've got any questions or want to let us know what you thought of the episode you can find and follow us over on instagram and youtube at my green cow and at meg journals Thank you so much for listening and we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll talk to you very soon.